Welcome to Dirty Dice Doom Boom, Book Two, Domicile of the Idons, Part Sixteen. Angel Tunier, Dash One Point One Dash Six, because I'm a crazy bitch. I am not doing the recap today because Brandon's gonna do it. All right. Hi, I'm Brandon. I have a massive hole in my gut, but we just killed the spider bitch and all our spiderlings. Anyways. I'm not feeling too hot. I gotta get back to dying. So, combat continues for now. Initiative, I should say, not combat. We're going to move. You're going to get up first. We're going to uh, grab my staff and stand up this turn. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Grab my staff and stand up this turn. Okay. Braden. Make me death safe. What you all? That's your dice I rolled. <laughs> two! I'm counting down to zero! Ooh, dying three. I was one away from... That's dying two! You would die You would die in two last turn. No, it wasn't last I was dying one. You Didn't you fail last one turn? already? You rolled a three last oh, turn. Oh, that's right, yeah. You were counting down. Remember three, two? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, I go to dying one as soon as I hit the dirt. My bad, I forgot that yeah. part. I was yeah. like, fuck you, you try to kill a piece of shit. If you rolled a one. Venetius. Pass. There's nothing Venetius can do. You're delaying. Sure. Okay. I mean, you have three whole actions, and you know Brayden has one more of my cheap ass elixirs of life on him. But Angel is right there. That is a good point. I actually, I do know that. Yeah, there's there's one of the elixirs of life. I guess Venetius will run over and administer it. He has the actions to do that. Venetius will one action run over there. One action grab that potion. One action. Administer it. Alright, go ahead and roll the healing. I guess Luna, since it's your potion. Okay. Five. You heal for five, Brayden. And with okay. that, initiative is no longer in effect. As you guys are now empty inside this cave. They're very injured. Full of dead spider carcasses. A good, th about a third of them were disintegrated because of uh, being summoned creatures. I give my fox some serious scritches. He's the best of boys. Walk over and give him some good scritches behind the ears before my fox fades away. You have your hand raised next. Uh, can we take a break? That's actually, yeah, I was actually thinking about that. We'll Before take, we we'll, jump into RP, yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, I just let's, wanted let's, let's, to run to go the, ahead and pause. Run to Albertsons real oh. quick, grab some chalky milk. Hey, everybody. As we take a quick break, here's a paid advertisement from our sponsors. Do you get random headaches that might inconvenience you at certain times? 
Do you ever wake up feeling drowsy and maybe a little bit woozy, you know? Especially when you start feeling nervous and you start diagnosing yourself. These are all symptoms of corn coming out of your toes. Hi there, I'm Gobs, the goblin from the Cremium Going Greenium Alchemy Emporium. And I'm here to sell you the best deal in your life. Have you ever made a druid mad for pissing in his garden? Well, today now we have the solution, alright? Once in a lifetime special offer, and here it is. Bam! You probably can't see it because this is an auditory commercial, yada yada. But, this is for those tools that look like corn on the cob, alright? Them kind of styles. So, the way how this product works is you want to take it out of your fridge, let it get the room temperature, take out a butter knife, take out a small little cube out of it, and then slather it onto the area. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Gee, that might sound like butter. Well, I no. That product's name clearly says, Oh, gee, I'm sure glad it ain't butter. So, a lot of people might say this is a scam. What I can say, though, is it's not a scam. Trust me, I've heard it before a hundred times. This is something you want to get on the ground floor before it takes off. This is not a snake oil sales pitch. So, dial that number on your podcast screen right now. If you want to get in on this. Anytime. I got ma- I got malice to feed. Alright, you know what? We're just going to call someone instead. You just have your wallet on you. Oh, you want some money? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, let me find my wallet. Okay, okay, yeah. Take, take your time. But uh, it's important. I only have... How Wait, much? where am I? No, no, no. Focus on the wallet. Charlie, is that you? No. Yeah, yeah it's me, Charlie. Oh, okay. I have my wallet here. Perfect. Open it up. What's I it? Got, uh, Nineteen dollars. Okay, nineteen dollars. That's fine. You got your like oh. social security information. Yeah, I could give you my information, sure. You got social security. My social security what? Your social security number. Huh? Let me find my pen. This is listed as a donation, but all proceeds go to me. If you have a doctor or you want to consult your fucking doctor, you don't have to worry about them. He's not part of this. Don't worry. Don't even ask any questions. No prescription is needed. Um, if you happen to go blind, if you figure out it's actually butter, don't worry about it. Don't call us ever again. This is a fake phone number. This is a fake advertisement. You don't have to worry about it. All proceeds go back to me. Like as I said, <coughs> does not work on carrots, potatoes, or vegan toes either. Don't worry about any of that. You're probably fine. Calling the cop feed doesn't really exist. Druids are the only person you really gotta worry about. If you have a problem with this, please consult your please consult your local druid. This product has not been rated. Uh, there we go, good slurp. Alright, a good slurp means that we go back into it. The party has just finished the combat with the spiders and the drider. 
Seeming to be no other enemies around, and with everyone being awake, having your resources depleted, and still a lot of the probably daylight to burn. You guys have a small little cavern here to deal with. Ooh. It is now investigation time. Boom boom. Cue dang and bumper music. Well. Angel immediately goes and checks the tents. Yeah. Make sure there's no one in them. Good move. Are you performing any kind of stealth check or perception check? I'm going to stealth up to them. I'm still going to have the light, but at least I won't be making noise. All right. I'm rolling for you this time. That's fine. And then, of course, I don't know, perception, I guess, but I'm, you know, it's pretty hard to hide in a tent if I look into the tent. I guess I'm listening to see if I could hear activity in the tent. That'd be a perception check, I suppose. There's no need. I was just pulling your leg with the stealth. Uh, looking at the tents, they're definitely tethered. Some of them aren't even like fully attached. Some of them like the the back. Uh, what do you call those things that you, you you push in the ground? Stake. Yeah, the stakes. There you go. Thanks. They're high. Uh, the, the two stakes in the back of one of the tents is all, all gone, and uh, because of that, the uh, the back of it just kind of slouches a little bit too much. Flopping about. Uh, there's definitely a lot of holes in it. Um, Definitely doesn't look cleaned. In fact, actually, kind of looking inside, uh, you do notice that there was some blood pools in there. Sounds very, very dry blood mixed okay. with the dirt. Is How there long no it's bodies? been? I want to say no bodies. Just blood. Just blood. Go ahead and give me a medicine. Medicine checked and to see how long it's been there. Anyone else who wants to help as well? Uh, that's a twenty-one medicine check. I shall help. I'm good at medicine. Okay. This uh, indicates to me that there aren't like other driders that are just out right now. That this drider came in and messed up a camp or something. Luna's probably not gonna help. Actually, after giving the fox its goodbye scritches, giving the bestest of boys, uh, she's gonna start patching up herself. So I'm not on death's door. Yeah, probably smart. It's a very good idea. Don't cut yourself. Start I'll patching try. yourself up while Angel clears the area. She'll make my check in ten minutes once that's passed. Mood. Right? Mood. Right? <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> so, what do I get from the 21? Uh, you can tell that this blood, um, obviously not cleaned, uh, has probably been around for roughly about a month. So, it's, I mean, it's very dry blood. So, very, very it's dry. been around for a while. Yeah. Um, now, if you look towards the center of the map, you can see that there's definitely a lot of cocoon bodies on the actual visual aspect of it. Yep. Uh, they're not actually bodies, but cocoon pieces of skeletons. Nothing there was in total probably about nine to ten humanoid skeletons. Brayden is going to look for excrement. Like poop? Like a pile of poop. Wondering, trying to find any clues that people were trapped down here. Because they'd probably have a toiletry of some kind. Make a perception. I think they were just fucking killed immediately. But, you know, if they did try to capture anybody and keep them captive, you'd, yes, probably find something like that. Granted, this seems to be more than likely a mining camp, I would bet. That will be a 14. So they probably had a whole fucking 14 anyway. Mm -hmm. Looking around the place, being careful of the flowers, I'm going to assume you guys each have like individual torches with the help of your investigation. 
Right, nothing here appears to show any kind of excrement besides what you find uh, in one corner uh, near the tent. Uh, you do see some kind of poop there, but it's not feces of a human. Lot. Oh. It's not human feces. Okay. Never seen that before, actually. It's a little strange. You might, you guess, maybe it's the drider. It's got to poop somehow. Nature check. <laughs> Dan Brand just goes, This is a fucking waste of time. Are there, by chance, um, any remaining like egg sacs in that central chamber? It's all webbed with the bodies and stuff. Uh, there is. There's about to not be. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you're going to produce uh, vomitose pest. Yeah, <laughs> those are getting burned up. Okay, I'll say no wool needed. You quickly burn the spider eggs. Some tiny spiders come out, but the fires catch them, and you see that there are eggs of different sizes. Some even big enough to be even that for maybe I don't know an ogre spider. It's about two eggs about that size. A lot of tiny ones for maybe spider swarms. <clears throat> no more spiders for you. You burn the whole place down, probably with the help of a Luna. <coughs> After I'm done treating myself. Okay. I'm kind of busy right now. Yeah. Trying to, like, close up your wounds. <laughs> keep the blood in. Yeah, specifically, Venetius doesn't have, like, a ton of interest in, like, the bodies and stuff. He's just burning egg sacs and whatnot. If it ends up catching the bodies and incinerating them, that's fine. I mean, there's nothing left but bone. Brain's going yeah. to approach Aluna while she is healing herself and go kind of like lean up against the wall with his arm across and say, Hey, you okay? Uh, I've done better, but nothing a little bandages won't fix in some time. Okay, I went out there for like several times. I thought maybe the worst had happened. It was a close call a handful of times, but I'll pull through. Thank you for the concern, though, Brayden. <coughs> Do you need help with that or anything? Eh, I got the pretty covered. If you're skilled in medicine, I wouldn't mind the hand. But if there's other things you could be doing to help out the party, please go do that. <sighs> I don't know anything about medicine. The best you can do is help investigate this place while I'm busy then. I think I'm just ready to get out of here. Angel kind of hears that, of course, and does actually come over to help you with some medicine checks and stuff. Uh, she does have her own healer's kit, so I can heal an individual or something like that. Uh, or aid you, I don't know. You might want to heal somebody else. Just for, like, thinking of time stuff, you might want to heal Brayden or Venetius or somebody else because everybody <coughs> is at low HP. Or so yourself. Or yourself. Please stop coughing into the fucking mic! <laughs> I'm kidding! Yeah! Um, I am going to heal. Who looks worse for wear? Well, for you, it's hard to tell. Um, it is. It is kind of hard to tell. Phoenicius. Um, I mean, his his clothes are, are rather ragged, seeping the the blue energy from them. <laughs> uh, Angel's a little bit. Did you just update your HP to five, Ziki? I think it was, I was just assuming because I forgot how much I was healed for. He was five. Very hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he went down, remember? Yeah, Brayden looks way worse than Venetius does. Well, Angel's also kind of intimidated by the fact that you're not really flesh and, flesh and bone, just bone it's and true. blue stuff. That she doesn't true. exactly know how to deal with that. Pulls out nails. Oh, you're going to call me out. I'm like, what? I was just adjusting my health. Leave me alone. It's like, Bye. Do we need a stapler for you, Venetius? I think seeing seeing you look between us, Venetius, is like, Brayden is much more injured than I 
don't need to worry about bleeding out. I'll get right to in. you in a few more minutes. Sit down. Thank you. I start Fiona. taking out a healer's kit. No, you should tend to the skeleton first. Actually, I, actually, I don't even know if I, I don't even know that. Nope. That's yeah, right. It's probably ten to Venetius. You look worse for wear. He's not even bleeding out. I will be fine. Why? Never mind. No, I'm fine. Let's get those of us who are at death's door healed up. You'd be more useful if I healed you up. The front line needs more vigor than us back line. So please. I said, I'm fine. Well, I cannot force you. Uh, I <laughs> I down and force me some potion. I kind of <laughs> look at Venetius and think for a minute. Have I seen you performing heal checks on Venetius? I don't know if you have had to. Venetius doesn't usually need healed. Um, I don't think I have. I, I see, I guess, this kind of wispiness, blueness kind of falling out. And I, I'll attempt to basically keep that from leaking. That's my attempt to using some bandages. So I will... He'll, he'll say, you. like, um, stids and tonics work the same on me as they do most, oddly enough. I will do my best. I would like to apologize to the entire party for my incompetence in this combat. I need to train harder and prepare for this type of encounter. You need not apologize. That was among the most lethal encounters I have ever experienced. This world is definitely harsh in a lot of more ways than ours. In a lot of different ways that we're not used to. Indeed. That we're not prepared for. But that is no excuse. I should be ready for any sort of combat. And clearly I am not. I will make sure to prepare and train harder to be more apt in any encounter that we find ourselves in. And then I continue to try to heal you. So I'm going to take my medicine check. What is it again? I was DC 15. I believe that's what I'm aiming for here. DC 10, and then DC 15 if you want to increase the. Okay, so you have to be expert before you can increase it. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not. So DC 10. Trish, I'll just make the roll, I guess. I use my healing plaster to scrape some dirt off the ground and make it magical and slap it on my wounds. So I beat the DC 10. Uh, so I got 18. Um, I need to look it up real quick because I haven't played healing stuff in a while. That's a 21. I critically succeed my healing. God damn. Let me know when that makes it all the way through. You can go ahead and roll it. It's not in no option. And D8, D8. Nine plus. Mmm. Oh, really good on the second batch of DH for that. That's gonna be 16, 15, 24 healing back to Aluna. 
Wow, I almost bring myself to max. How about you, Nix? Trying to... 2d8. Uh, is it 2d8? 2d8, plus nothing. Okay. Then it removes my wounded condition, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Nice. After healing herself, uh, Luna will then look to Brave and just be like, Here, let me patch up your wounds. I'll be fine. Twelve. You cannot effectively protect us if you are lying on the ground dead, Brayden. Why do you refuse healing? I don't think I protected you that well right now. And you did. No, you went down. And you brought twice. me back. Mm-hmm. You can't be everywhere at once, Brayden. Nobody can. It you doesn't, can. It doesn't matter. I, I could have done better. I, I thought you went down that second sure. time. I was sure as shit. That something must have happened. But I came back, and you weren't the one that dealt the blow. It was not your fault. Tell me, how would you have kept me from going down? What mistake did you make? Aluna, I'm a walking dead man right now. I cannot feel my left hand. Well, let me help you out. As he takes a sip from his Mountain Dew with his left hand. (laughs) With my left hand. While this is happening, uh, Angel starts healing herself. Successfully, I rolled 19 on the die. Nice. Almost a crit. Well, it's on the die, so that would be a 22. That's a crit? So it does crit. So what is it, double? 48. Nice. Fat, chunky heal. Brand's going to sit down and let you peel him. Thank you. Before you roll your treat wounds, roll just a medicine check. Boy, simple, physical. You know, he didn't. He kind of went down in weird circumstances. Yeah. Oof! I don't roll too well on this one. That is going to be a ten. Okay. That's the DC, isn't it? Unless you're doing that. This is a different thing. Oh. The only thing you notice is that Braden. His left hand appears to like like react slower than his right hand though. Like, like it closes like and doesn't exactly like his fingers have to move together. He can't like control individual fingers that well anymore. Not quite sure what's up with your hand. Need to take some more time to look at it tonight. It's probably necrosis. Once I've had some time to sit down and study it in full, here is not the place for me to do a full examination. But let me patch up your pressing wounds real fast. What the hell is necrosis? Oh, that was that was out of that was out of character. Damn it! <laughs> but it, it is when the the venom kills a lot of your tissue and your your tissue starts to die. Oh, I know what necrosis is. Well, it okay, in, it was in it was in game. Oh. I want to give Brayden in reason <laughs> to panic. So nice to know. Necrosis isn't always caused by venom. It's just when it's large pod, parts of your skin and flesh start to die off. Mm-hmm. Uh. Now on to the healing check. Yeah. Hopefully I roll better than a three on the die. I healed for 25 on myself. Angel clearly heals herself a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost back up to full, actually. Oh, boy. Um, How much health do you have, Brayden? Because um, that's a natural one. Ouch. That's and fine. I don't have a hero point anymore. I have five health. Yeah, he's got five HP. You bite down him here. Um, this kid is like, you, he has not feeling so good. <laughs> oh, no, I have to put him down. Oh, no. Um, 
but dying mm. three. Luna is going to make a mistake. She and cuts an order. Cut you for four points of damage. <laughs> Just stop. Quit it. Oh my god. I don't need your help right now. Does Angel want to try? I see, like, cutting artery or something, and he just starts. Yeah, he's got one HP down. He just kind of slaps his hand on his shoulder, where his artery's like. And Angel reacts, like, quick, you know, like, boom, she's on it. Um, and I guess if you don't resist, I might attempt a heal check on you. Since technically you can't do it again. Yep. If you fail this, I fucking die. Die. Only if you critically fail. You don't. You're not dying three anymore. You're wounded one. Oh no, he he's wounded three, right? Er, Oh no, you are only wounded one. Okay, you're good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wounded three. God. (laughs) Did did you actually? No. I did not critically fail. Okay. Okay, we just wasted ten minutes. But um. She does attempt, doesn't make it worse, but you are bleeding. Like, she at least stops the bleeding so you don't take any more damage, naturally. But, um. <laughs> you're pretty fucked up. Oof. And she's. Man's a 1 HP. Having a hard time with it. She takes a, <clears throat> um. She says, uh. You're pretty bad, Brayden. There's not a lot I can do with gauze and band-aids, but, and I still have two of the things you gave me. Hey. I don't know if used one of them, because I haven't needed it. And didn't you use one at the Ogre Spider fight? I don't think so. I healed you a little bit, and then you took the elixir, you had the plus one bonus for a little while, and then we didn't get to use it. You use any elixir. I just don't know if you used mine or a different one. Uh, I don't remember. Um, I know I have at least one. So I hand you one. And I... Uh, sometimes... Uh, these are the only ways to really help it. I don't... It's easier if I don't have to carry you. Just takes it up and bites off the cork. Spits it at you. Uh, Reflex to catch it. Uh, (laughs) Bounces off your knuckle. Okay, I guess you reflex to catch it then. Better will high. Reflex to catch it. 11, I guess you catch the cork. I catch the cork. After it hits your head, it bongs off your head so you catch it. <laughs> Maybe we're not cut out for this line of work. Everybody takes um, everybody takes a beating once or twice. You're not the first one to perform par- poorly in the combat. Me and Venetia got into a fight, and I did a grand total of jack shit while I was held. Everybody has a bad time. Learn from it. Improve. And next fight, we do this better. Faster. More efficiently. Stronger. Harder. Better. How are you doing? Stronger. Faster. I'm, I'm fucking fantastic. I critically healed myself for my entire hit point pool, basically. 
That's nuts. <laughs> not not when your max hit points is 30. That's still nuts. That's still, that's still a lot of healing. You're, yeah, I healed myself for 24. You're like three health left. And, like, I'm doing great right now. Everything's fine. During that um, 20 minutes of attempting to heal Brayden, could uh, Venetius do some investigating? Mm-hmm. I want to check out that magic circle. I would also like to go investigate. How much did I heal for again with the potion? And, like, af- after my... 20 bashing, minutes, yeah. Yeah. All right, but Venetius. In the meantime, real quick, real quick, what's mm-hmm. the role on that healing for Dar- for uh, Braden, the potion? Oh, it's a d six, a single d six. Yeah, you want to roll? Sure. Wow, that's a very cocked die. I cocked a d. Dec- <laughs> Let me guess, one. Yeah. Poor Braden. Two. <laughs> you heal the the wound that just got cut. Dude, heal a little your bit. health just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> This sucks, man. Man, this sucks. <laughs> the potion only reminded you how much more pain you're in. You have a plus one against poisons and disease for the next ten minutes, so I guess that's something. The only healing he ever got was a morale boost. I, uh, the last spider comes up and bites Brayden for one point of damage, but that plus one saved him. Anyways. Oh, God. So, while they're spending time healing each other, you, skeleton man, don't really care about them healing. Yeah, but he's just, like, he said his piece of, like, no one should be blaming themselves. There's nothing we could have done. Um, and, and, yeah, he, that, he says his piece and sort of wanders off. <laughs> All right. As they're doing that, you hear the little conversations. You spend, the, like, the couple minutes burning the webs. And probably investigate the tents as well, the feces in the corner. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of get over to the most interesting part of this cavern. The giant obelisk, not really giant, but the decently sized obelisk crafted platform with a little staircase leading up top and then what appears to be, well it's not really a staircase, but like stones made into easel staircase, what appears to be a runic glyph that is not glowing, unlike the picture, Mm. Uh, but it definitely does have a lot of incantations in it. You can tell this is definitely Ritual Circle. One that can be cast again if uh, the materials are, are, are supplied. Ooh. Well, uh, we're going to get the Reed Aura going here. Try and um, identify this ritual. This is going to be a conjuration. Okay. Uh, specifically teleportation. Oh, it's a teleportation circle. Yes. Okay. Well, it's uh, not exactly a teleportation circle, but it's the sub-school of teleportation. Mm, okay. Can I try to identify it? That'll be an arcana check. Or really any of the magic checks. Well, uh, arcana is probably what it's going to be. Just out of curiosity, um, rift or lucanier lore wouldn't apply, would it? No. Okay. That's 15? The most you can tell is that this is a summoning circle, and it is tailored to a specific type of beast. I wonder you, what... You can kind of guess that this is tailored to summoning spiders. Hmm. And uh, depending on the level of the spider, depends on the materials used, the cost. Besides that, though, okay. don't really know how, how else it works. You have not seen this quite before. 
you have seen similar things with, uh, like, when abyssal packs, for example, how they can summon demons and devils or demons or even angels, in celestial packs, okay. to summon those creatures for contracts. Uh, usually those do not make uh, force the creature to do anything the mm. the summoner wants them to do but it does summon them and it keeps them here until they die okay or they find the way own way back so that drider probably had some sort of spider empathy or whatever going on um Venetius, for the record will spend some time uh jotting this all down in his journal uh you know recording the ritual so he can um perhaps study it more later maybe even learn the ritual if he wants we learn the ritual. We alter it. We permanently summon the loyal fox. There we go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's having a hard time right now. But he wants to record it so that he can try to figure it out without having to without having to come back here. Okay, so you're recording as best you can. That mm-hmm. would in itself would take you about thirty minutes, I would say. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's when you guys finish up, he's just over here. Actually, studying. I'm going to say it's going to take you an hour to record that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so. yeah. He's he's over there just studying the magic, as you might expect. Uh, but besides that, before you start doing that, right next to it, uh, that appears to be an underground tree. The root going straight into the top of the ceiling. Hmm. The tree looks old, a bit dry, and it is on some kind of stone template. A lot of the uh, roots and branches that are somewhat off of it have been cut. So, like, it looks like that this tree is being harvested for its branches. Are there any checks to be made on this tree? I mean, nature. Nature, okay. That's a nine. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Cool, I'm on my way. Brayden is a avoiding anything that might be trapped. So, so he's, like, hugging the wall. So done rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have no idea. Yeah. Alright, that means you go to the... Back to the rune, and you record you record down what you can. Thank God at least that's not a roll. Alright, we fast forward to the 20-30 minutes or so that you guys are spending time healing. At this point, you can't heal for now. You can... You check Venetius' status, and he is just recording magic, as he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you all wish to do? I, uh, I touch bases with Venetius. Venetius doesn't understand the underground tree very well. I was taught by druids. I know nature. Do I know what this tree is? Wolfwood. Yep. Not not that dice. That's not the dice. This is the dice. I don't think I got it with a 13. That will not do. I hold my book up to the tree. Tree magical. I'm probably going to start taking notes. I pull out my book and I look at it. forgot you had that. Uh, This tree is not magical, no. No? Is there, like... Sorry, I'll wait. And I also point my book at that, their magic circle. And I, like, point it at various different spots. Does anything besides... uh, the conjuration teleportation magic uh, pop up? No. Nope. Okay. 
take down like quick fast notes on what's going on and just kind of and then we'll pop over to the niches like i'd also like to copy your notes later when we have a little bit more time on the circle if you don't mind certainly Braden. Is there anything that, um, what is this, what, ooh, um, what are the, what, what are the ears on the creature look like, the drider? That's a good question, actually. Are they more human? Are they more like, they should be, uh, like, say, isn't it like elven? Or? They should be pretty elvish. Mm-hmm. Big old drow ears. Yeah, they look like drow ears. Okay. Brand's going. This has got, like, two, like, massive like pincers at the bottom okay Brynn is probably going to do the more humane thing and not take a more humanoid looking um, thing to as a trophy to present to the captain of the guard as proof he's Just going the whole fucking head not the head either he's going to grab one of the legs and wrap his chain around and start sawing sawing off like it at the joint with the barbs on his chain I go bring back a big old leg Nice. Okay, I think that's pretty decent proof. Anything else? He does have he does have some loot on him. Her. Her. I keep yeah. You this right. is twenty twenty, Andy. Twenty twenty two. Well, I keep looking at the picture, and it's a picture of a dude. So I'm I'm sorry. Continue. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a fucking knife at the podcast. Um, friend just goes. Getting pretty serious in this podcast. Fuck. He's gonna look at the things on the person. The individual. Okay. Uh, upon this person, there is the staff. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to look at the book for... Yeah. I. Okay. Th- th- there, there will be some general detecting of magics, you know. Okay. Uh, so there's the staff. There is... Uh, appears to be a nice, like, clan dagger-looking thing. Okay. Um, it does have a spell book. A clan dagger-looking thing or a clan dagger? It's not exactly... It's kind of looks like a clan dagger, but you haven't seen it before. <laughs> it doesn't look like a dwarven clan dagger? Not dwarven. Okay. Yeah. You just sit in and I'm like, that's the first thing my mind goes to is Same. a dwarven clan dagger. So so it has a book, a dagger, and... Uh, a longbow. A longbow? Yeah, composite longbow. Okay. Uh, some 20 arrows to boot. I'm actually going to start writing this down because Brain's going to wrap it all up in like a cloth from a piece of the tent. It kind of bundle okay, up together. Down. Brayden just kind of rips off a piece of the old tent and starts bundling it all up together. Okay. You know what I'm doing during this time? Angel is practicing. She's training. Um, wow. And also keeping an eye out. Uh, but, yeah. Training at the same time. Um... Gonna let that cat out. In. in. And the moth. Oh my god, stands in the door. I know, every cat, all the cats cat? do that. Oh, like, cat. She's like, just moved in like a week ago and she's still, she's doing the same habits. She knows. She knows, she knows the cat strap. Cats are aware. They know. So you're training then. Yes. Um. Uh, quick question, Annie. Um. Something I hadn't talked to you about previously, but a concept I kind of imagined and just never brought up. So, yeah, she's doing some kind of combat training because, well, she feels after these past few combats like she's definitely uh, a little behind. 
she doesn't like that. Um, and you see her practicing something you haven't seen her use before, specifically on the tent. And what she does is she takes off her scarf and what is basically an action, and then uses it to sort of like grab the like legs of the tent or whatever pieces and like pull them kind of away to pull the tents down simulating well tripping something possibly I'll, like the imagine brain just like working with one hand to try and bundle up everything he's all like trying to take a piece of the tent off and try to work and just <laughs> I just get a little cracking motions as she's doing it too. Angel, do you mind practicing later? We should work on getting out of here first. <laughs> I just give you a look, but just why are these tents important to you? Just look, it's not because they're important. It's just we need to get things done. So I can get the fuck to sleep. Out of here, for everyone else, particularly. We can leave whenever they are ready to go. They're still investigating. I point over to the ladder. Yes, I'm not going to leave them behind to investigate. And uh, instead of standing around, I might as well use my time to better myself, my skills. What I mean is, what's up the ladder? Any idea? Not sure yet. But it is not a good idea to go off alone, even if it is seemingly harmless. What was it saying? I was just going to ask if there was a hole up there. I have not looked that hard at the ladder. That's fine. I walk over there and I guess look at least kind of up the ladder cautiously. Daylight or anything. Looking up with your torch. It does appear to barely hit the top of it. Um, it looks to be its own carved out little hole. It goes actually higher than the ceiling of the actual cave. Makes sense. It's a hole. Uh, and by even just climbing out of a little bit, you get a good sense that uh, the top of it is a closed trapdoor. Hmm. It goes up to a trapdoor of some sort. How many feet up, roughly? About 40. More than likely to the surface, but... Not sure if it ends up in a building. Alright. Something like that. That's fine. Let's just leave it there then. Never mind, sorry, continue what you're doing. I continue training. What? Well I do have a I do have a question. Is there like a vase, like a little jar? Probably. No. Not here. Oh man. Damn it. There was. Looks like Link's been here, though. <laughs> there, there is skulls. Is there any, like, small plants? Uh, there are the, uh, the dream pollen stuff. Is there one that I might, you might be able to, like, put, like, a, you know, pot inside a skull? Pot inside a skull? Like, use a skull as a pot, as a vase. One big enough to, like, fit it. You, if you spend some time to, like, carve out a little hole, yeah, you can make a skull into a, uh, vase. It'll probably take some time. Uh, you also need to uh, c- find a way to cover the eyes. If you have like, a, if you like, make some of the the cloth in the tent, you can like make it into like a little a lining, like a 
like a filter skull. Okay. And is there any potted soil in that tree? Uh, it's quite dried up, though the ground itself is a bit, a bit, it has a bit of dirt. Okay. Brain's gonna spend his time making a little, little, little potted plant. Okay. Here, make it, here. Will you punch a hole in the side of the skull, <laughs> Angel? Wow. I look at the skull and I'm. I was told by the DM to make a hole. Why do you need a hole? I mean, I'm just gonna take one of these plants with us. Ah, uh, uh, so you are making a pot. I try to find a situation where that it actually stands somewhat upright, so that it can actually stand. <laughs> Fuck it, and Elwood drops it. <laughs> once I find a, a position where it stands upright, um, she actually takes out one of her knives and starts trying to actually cut a hole, obviously, in that opposite side of where it stands. So, more like a pot. Um, I imagine that might be a crafting check just to get a clean hole, but you I'm know, sure I can get a hole. a crafting check is a good idea. I don't, I, I'm not trying to make an amazing hole, but I guess it determines how nice a hole it is. It's going to be a... Seven. You break the skull. <laughs> oh, the whole like, thing just shatters. <laughs> like seriously? It's brittle. Oh. Maybe from the fire. Uh, the bones, probably due to the heat, are a bit brittle. We'll have to take our time putting a hole in one of these skulls, Brayden. Um, ba, 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 ba. While Nyx uh, is there, while Venetius is writing down and recording the ritual, Eluna would like to try and identify the items we picked up from the drider. Okay. With your book, you can tell. The staff has an enchantment on it. Cool. The spell book is a spell book. The spell book? Has spells in it. And uh, the bow also has an enchantment on it. I'd like to spend uh, the ten, the twenty minutes to attempt to identify the staff and uh, the bow. Yep. Any check, any any uh, knowledge check will work. During that time, can I attempt to carve a hole in another skull? Go for it. Yeah, we're just gonna roll with our conics. They're all the same, basically. Uh, this is the crafty die. Uh, uh, I love my face. Bow. I was just like, that one's a thirteen DM. That is gonna be a twenty-two. Ooh, good job. And a twenty-four. Ooh, good right. job. You'd identify both the staff and the and the bow. Both have plus ones. What's that? And it's just it. Plus one potency runes. Yep. Ooh, in fact, it was a... not a magical staff, but just a plus one bow staff. Interesting. Well, um, <coughs> potency like, runes, though. That's nice to have. I only have a couple more minutes. Um, Luna would holler out to Brayden. Here, let me see your spike chain. Can make it a little bit better for you. It's not really usable right now. Brayden hands you his spike chain with his only working hand. Well, your left hand can work, just not so well. Okay. Uh, and then I'd like to spend my next ten minutes uh, transferring a rune. That's okay. probably all the time I probably have before I, I think, finishes yeah, up. That's that, thirty minutes. That doesn't take uh, any kind of check. Uh, you break the skull. Thirteen. Uh, <laughs> yep. The skulls got brittle from the fire. Hmm. 
not sure this is going to work, but they're very brittle. You could try to outright harvest the flowers. If that's a possibility. If you want something more impromptu, just to take... I presume one of these sleeping... What are these called? I, I pass that check. Dream flowers? I know what these are. I'm not dream pollen snail. Oh, dream shit. flowers. And they're made... They're good for making, like, sleeping potions. They're good for making uh, <clears throat> dream dust. Yeah, dream dust. That's fine. Brain's gonna take off his boot. That works. And fill it with dirt from the tree. Wally. <laughs> Before you go fill it with dirt, Brayden... Dirt. I waited just a minute. Uh, to preserve your boot, I cut out, you know, some of the tent, old don't, tents to make a lining. Don't cut out my boot. <laughs> and uh, let's try to keep some of the soil out of the actual boot. And then line, you know, hand that to you to line the boot with. I like how you said that. The boot. Boot. <laughs> Plant. She's definitely Plant. got an odd accent. Thank you, Angel. They look, um... Are these new boots that you've got? New boot goofing? New pop them out the right? We bought them when, um... I just assume when Brayden was out going and buying out, it was, like, you know, readjusting himself back after escaping. You probably picked them oh, up. Uh, I remember that you had your boots repaired. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't even, like, get them repaired. You asked them to, so these are still the torn-up boots you had from... Well, I probably... Did I lose those in prison? Uh, they actually you, probably would have kept my clothes. I know you had boots, and mm. you presented it to the shoemaker. Yeah. Or the, the counter of the shoemaker, and you just didn't like any of the deals. But you did buy stilettos. I doubt they... That, that's what you have on right now, stilettos. Oh, my God. Okay, Rain's <laughs> wearing stilettos. Stilettos would be painful. Everything is difficult terrain. Dude, are they like... Like, what do they call it? Uh, the pointy-heeled ones? Yeah. You just... Mm-hmm. That's how he's doing lethal damage with the kicks. You what? <laughs> he's basically got gauntlets on his feet. Like what? What, what are those uh, weapons called? We just have like a spike sticking out in the middle of your knuckle. Um, Cestus. Yeah, you just have that. But a punching dagger. Guy. Then be a punching dagger. Cestus yeah. is a blunt weapon. Oh. Brass knuckles are Cestuses. Oh, okay. So it's punching dagger. Cestus is a blunt weapon. So this is a kicking dagger. Oh. Anyway, they're like punch. Fellow stiletto. I've been picturing them wrong dirt. this whole time. That'd be Dude. A, a punching dagger is where you hold I want to see you try to harvest one of these flowers without getting stupefied. Brayden is so used to being stupefied. Brayden's going to go, ah! This uh, time you're just going to pass out. It's going to be hilarious. Angel, can I borrow your dagger? I hand you one of my throwing knives. Where are you keeping these? I've never seen these on you. Um, You see that she like sort of... He looks at she, your ass she, for like a moment, like question, be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she has, you know, she has like a that that uh, kind of a pouch satchel like strapped to her. Right oh, leg. that's what it is. And in there, she keeps usually like potions and healing stuff, but also like like immediate things, but also tucked behind them. Hi. Oh, you want your phone? I Would have loved if Angel was like, "Oh, I keep them behind your ear." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she keeps them, like, sort of beh- between her leg and uh, the satchel. But actually on the back of that, like, leg pouch, there is slots. You know, pr- protected slots that have, like, proper sheaths so that they don't, during combat, like, 
cut through anything or stab me. So they're like lined in metal. Yeah. So they're little pockets, but they're on the inside. So you can you almost can't even see them. They're pretty well concealed. Um, see, she almost, but you can see the tops, like the little grabby loops on the end of the throwing knives. On the handles, like they're just poking out ever so slightly, so she can grab them more easily. Okay. She just sort of points there. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I just realized I don't have a good nature check. Luna! I only have one good hand. I think they're busy. What are you trying to do? You also um, do have a person in the party that is immune to sleep effects. Oh, yeah. They're also busy. But I'm okay with busy. that. I'm fine with that. I can heal us on my own. Unless you got a nature check. Do you got a nature check? Yes, yes I do. I am somewhat versed in these. I can try to harvest them without setting them off. Thank you. Although difficult, but not a big deal if they do go off. I guess I tried a nature check to harvest some of these uh, dreamy flowers. Make sure you hold your breath. You get a plus two to your roll. I will allow a nature, survival, or crafting to harvest this. DCs do vary. Um, which one's the best one? Crafting. Wouldn't it be which nature? Which one's the second best one? Survival or nature? Which one's better? I think survival. Survival. Wouldn't it be nature? Because nature's you can use nature for probably gardening. Perhaps, mm. but at the same but time, nature's also really general. Survival's a little bit more focused on gathering, app, like applicable, like like application, doing. I would it. say crafting and survival <clears throat> is the same. The nature is the higher DC. Okay, that makes sense to me. I'm gonna use survival then. Uh, oh, you I haven't rolled you much tonight. Maybe you'll be nice to me. Nope. <laughs> I, I am so sad. Um, Did you hold your breath? I don't fucking know. She probably would try to because, uh, you know, try not to get poofed. But that is a five survival. Ouch. Hopefully you, not a crit fail. You, you, you set off the pollen. Do I at least get it out doing so? No. Uh, no. It, you just you just set it off and you don't gain it. That's going to be a will save from you, my guy. Plus will two. save? Yep. Yeah, plus two. Because you held the breath. Why? What is my rolls? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. That's an 11. Okay, not a quick fail. You stupefied one for one round. I just... And for one minute, you are essentially high, so you are friendly to every almost all creatures that you are indifferent or helpful towards. Um, <laughs> you hostile creatures are still hostile, of course. Uh, that's about it. So you're just a bit friendlier. I wonder how that will plays for you. Angel, Angel isn't smile. a botanist. She's going about this correctly, but is inexperienced. Um, and she pops it off on accident, right in her face. Uh, she just sort of sits there for a few seconds and waits it out for the stupefied to go away. But, um... <laughs> you 
You uh, okay, you, Sorry. You know what's funny? Um, I don't know if that uh, recording we did earlier of Book Club is ever going to surface or if we're going to do a new one. Oh, shit. But um, we, we clip it and we'll put it at the end. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But, uh, you know, Brayden kind of gets his wish. Woo! Angel cracks a small kind of smiles. It's less mm, and a little more like relaxed and despair. Small smile as she gets, well, a little bit high. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. She's, uh. Angel, are you okay? Uh, yes, I just, um, messed up a bit. Let me try again. No, no, let me try. Let me try. As Brayden just seems in a little bit of better mood after seeing his friend smile for, like, the fucking first time in ever. Not a big smile. He puts his face right into the flower <laughs> as he starts trying to take it out. Survival check. Do you automatically fail? I automatically choose to fail if that's alright, Mr. You DM. Fail? No, I just want to fail if that's okay. No, you have to roll for that one. Oh shit. Roll the best um, you get's a failure. I Um Uh that is a sixteen. Okay, then uh, if you just choose to fail, we'll say that passes okay. the the intent that you want. Okay, thank you. So, you also uh, have this agreeableness for one minute, also stupefied one. Okay. Um, shit, I think I brain farted. Did I roll my survival check yet? Yes. Okay. You got a 16. Okay. <laughs> Do I, am I able to pull out the Oh, flower? okay, that's right. Survival was the 16. Yeah. All right, we'll, well save. If, if you're intending to pull it specifically, yeah, he's, he's trying to cut it out while getting blasted. Okay, uh, just rip it off like a band-aid. Okay, so sixteen survival, make the will save. Okay, thank you. Okay, it's not a one. I thought that was a one. That is a ten. No, it's an eleven. So you wanting to fail? Yeah. I will say because you're intending to fail. Oh shit. I'm going to bump it down by one. <laughs> Quit fail. Which means you have the agreeability for one hour. <laughs> Dude, does that mean I, I get the flower, right? Yeah, I, I would say a 16 does harvest the flower. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, though you do have to put it in some kind of sack so the, the pollen doesn't get everywhere. The boot. Just the boot, lace it tight. And then cover tight. it with it. You put it in the boot and, and then the, cut off more tent and then wrap it yep. around. And then tie yep. it. Sure. Yep. Brain just kind of sits down next to Angel. He's like, dude, you should... Come on, dude. All right, oh. You should sit down with me. I suppose I could take a minute. Yeah, dude. You've been, like, working, like, hard. Harder than the rest of us. Well, it is quite important to do so. Yeah, it's important to take breaks. I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, would you like another hit? (laughs) A what? Would you like another hit? Bray just kind of brushes a flower. He's just like, you know, Angel, I give you a lot of shit, but I think, I think you're one of my favorites in the party. <laughs> Slaps a flower. Oh no! I suppose another will save her. Yeah, you were gonna roll this one. <laughs> Did we search all the tents for loot and goodies? No, nothing else. Okay. Where'd it go? Look for the nat one. It's right here. It is a nat one, but it didn't make it in the tray. Damn it! <laughs> Uh, that Jeez. one is a 16. 
That passes. Only stupefied one for one round. The agreeableness would weigh off. Yeah, by now. She just sort of comes to her senses for a minute. Well, I am glad we managed to harvest the flower. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Yes. She gets up. She goes back to training while they're still. Okay. I would, I would say one successful harvest means you have four of these flowers. Okay. Did he use one of them to... No. I was just smacking the flower. Oh, I see. So you, the four you have harvested mm-hmm. is in your boot. Uh, if you want to do any more, you need more checks for four of them. All right. I guess I'll just continually try to, like, harvest the flowers until we're ready to leave. I'm going to say, based off the time, give me five more checks. Okay. All survival. DC's 15. Nat one. Um, switching dice. Can you use metal dice? Sure. No. That's three. You said five? Yeah. Nope. Nope. So all failed. Brains just kind of... you have four of this dream stale flower. Great. Brains just kind of vibing in the bushes. Are you fucking kidding me, cats? Vibe into the bushes. Alright, uh, you try to collect the rest of the flowers, but you're only able to harvest four. So go ahead and put that in your notes. Brandon spends the rest of his time just lounging in the flowers, just completely baked out of his mind, just waiting in the bushes of love. So, how much longer do we probably got on Venetius's uh, copying of the ritual? Uh, involving how that was mostly what people were doing in the meantime. I would say after the many checks of Venetius, not, uh, and checks of you and your identifying brain survival check, we now get to the state where everyone is caught up. It's been an hour since you've been here. And all of you are done with your respective jobs. Well, you, you gather back around with all new things. Can we check the tents to try and discern what the purpose of this camp was? Can I say like one detail? Um... I would say just based off investigations you've already seen, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Uh, you can tell the strata's been here for a while, so whatever signs of what they were probably no longer there. They didn't have any, like, abandoned equipment or anything no. like that? Okay. Nothing like that. Interesting. Bare tents. Bloodstains. This whole time, Brain's just watching Angel work. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, if... Um if we've done all the investigating we want to do, shall we make our way up that ladder? Yeah. Luna kind of finishing up the change after scratching a couple of runes into it and transferring the magic over from the bow to the spike chain. Luna will kind of go, well, if I think I'm ready to get out of here. And here you go, uh, Brayden. Uh, potency rune for you. And hands you the spike chain back. He just kind of looks at you. You're in the view. I'm trying to watch Angel. <laughs> well, we're trying to leave. So the view's gonna leave, too. Cool. And just try to like, sit up and just decides. Yeah, well, I think I'll just wait here. And just kind of gets back down in the process. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You guys go check the ladder? Yep. All right. Who's taking the lead for that? Angel. Angel. Okay. You begin to climb the ladder probably a torch in your mouth 
Then you keep both hands. You climb up to the top, to the trap door. Do you open it? I would like to be stealthy while doing so. Well, may stealth check. I can do that, Dad. I feel like we're all trying to be a little bit quiet while we approach the trap door. Then roll me stealth checks. Everybody. Oh god, I'm so afraid. <laughs> Just roll me checks. I believe in Venetia's. Oh. It's gonna be a dirty 20. Yeah. I got a 12. I love the look in the dark. Yeah, it's so hard to see it, honestly. Proficiency with that level be like. This is D and D now. You have to have good rolls. Like, yeah, it fucks me up. What's that like? I don't know. Me neither. Alright, what do people get? I got a dirty twenty for my stealth. Twelve. Ziki. What? I'm laying down in the bushes. We're leaving. Oh, I guess you, if you're going to stay behind. 15. Oh, I thought you were going through the trap 15. door. Yeah, we're, yeah, going we're, we're trying to leave ladder. from the trap door. 50 or we don't 15. know where it goes. We're okay. out. Are you high? You are. Yes. All right. <laughs> With 15, 12, and 20? Yep. Yes. Uh, Angel goes to try to open the door as quietly as she can. You apply just a little bit of pressure on it. You try to push it. You can kind of tell based off of the way it's positioned, and of course it's a trap door with a ladder being on one side. Pretty easy to know which way it opens. It doesn't budge. It seems like 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 stuck. You try to push harder and harder, and at some point you're able to push it a little bit. Nothing. There's something blocking this door. Something heavy. Can I make a check? Well, well it might be trapped. Or is there like what? I don't know. A str- like an athletics check or kind of. I will go ahead and say it's impossible. It's impossible. It's real heavy. It uh, appears to be barricaded or locked or blocked by something. Well, if we want to walk back the way we came and just keep very close eye on directions and cutters, we might be able to backtrack the tunnel to its location on the surface. We could attempt to bash our way through it from the bottom. Well, the worry is if there is something heavy on top of it and we break the support that is this trap door we could be getting buried or we don't know what's up there well you see we position ourselves such that it will fall next to us and not directly on us such an narrow tunnel well this is not something that um, is normally suggested in the training but um, boof 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 you knock I knock. Okay. Shouldn't we just go back to where we came? Says from the bottom. Shouldn't? Oh, wait. <clears throat> Yo. Might, might be a good idea to go back the way we came. I'd like, like to see where this leads. Yeah, but I'm having, like, sage-like thoughts. Like, woke. <laughs> Whoa. Do you want to walk for several hours in your state? Uh, I'm pretty good where I'm at. Smacks a flower. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens after I... Poof, 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 knock. No apply. Mm. Do you do it again? As well. Harder. Yeah, harder. Bah, bah, bah. Give me a perception check. I could do that. 
いじるそれが15。You knock two times. Making it pretty obvious something's happening. Something's happening to the you know, trapdoor, of course. And although there was no apply, there was nothing you can't quite hear, but you do hear ever so faintly the sound of muffled voices and them going away. As if there's like some, some people are talking and then they leave. Go, Charlie. Another round on the house. By the stones, ma'am. You always know how to treat a dwarf nice and proper. Well, you know what they say good service to good customers is always good for business. Oh, Susie, what do you have there? Oh, I just figured that a flyer might help attract business. I think we really need a barn. Maybe something like Michael Gelfie. He's a, he's a good one. Michael Gelfie? I haven't heard of him. Oh, they are a real treat. I've heard them make ambience and music before. Their stuff is really quite good. In fact, I think it would make this place even sound even more amazing if we had him. You can find him on his Spotify, his Patreon, and his Twitter page. And even his Bandcamp. He's really quite something special, and he makes the room feel alive. And we'd like to give out a thanks to Mr. Michael Gelfie for all he's done for us so far. And we can't wait to keep adapting his wonderful creations into our story. Well, you sound quite taken by the man, but who are you talking to? Huh? Oh! Oh, I don't know. Perhaps I'm just hoping for something better. Ever since that one boy got arrested in that bar fight and he came back with the, um, his party, it's been. things been really strange. I think we've been having a rap problem. Because ever since they left, we've been having a rat problem, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. There isn't no rat droppings, but there is non-pillow sheets, and I'm not quite sure what it is. And all of our cookies have gone missing. Oh, darling, I don't think we're going to have to worry about the cookie thief no longer. I laid down several mouse traps in the other room to catch the small little rodenty thief. 